This podcast is the result of my passion for languages and for talking to people. I have conversations with language professionals who are willing to share their experience. We focus on their work, but also on how their love for languages has shaped their personal lives. I started my career as a researcher in terminology, but I found my passion for working directly with clients when I lived in the United States and started working as a language consultant for global companies like Sony, Apple, and Google. When I came back to Europe, I was introduced to the world of LSPs, where I had multiple roles, project manager, vendor manager, and terminologist. Now that I am fully dedicated to my own projects, I provide language services in English and Portuguese, mentoring and consulting for the localization industry, and of course, I'm also a podcaster. Find out more on LinkedIn or Instagram and get in touch if you'd like to explore how I can help you with your projects. I am Rita Prazeres Gonçalves, the language worker. This podcast is also available on YouTube. Yep. So hi, everybody. This is the, the morning today. So it's good morning. And I have two guests today. You see, I'm now in the trend of having more than one guest. <laughs> whatever possible. And I think this was a really great idea because uh, Virginia has been in the industry, let's say, for quite a long time, right? Uh, and she's Portuguese. Uh, so we've we've recently connected over LinkedIn uh, and we have been talking, exchanging messages and ideas and things like that. And Sophia, so we're introducing Sophia to the world <laughs> because <laughs> Sophia, I'd say that Sophia, from what you told me, is some sort of your protege, right? I love this word. Sorry. I have to use it. <laughs> so Sophia is a, is a bit more new to the industry. Um, and I would say that it, it would be a blast to work with Virginia, who is, um, who has been in the oh, industry for quite a while. Oh, but call me Maria. I prefer oh, I'm sorry. Maria. I'm sorry. Let's go with Maria. Virginia is the brand because it's a very strong name, but it's easier for everyone to call oh. me Maria. And okay, I, I didn't know that. I recognize myself as Maria, please. Ah. Very good. So let's forget about Virginia. She's in the, in the marketing department. We're now <laughs> with Maria. So yes. So I was going to say that uh, it's a really interesting uh, relationship for, from what I could understand because they have some sort of a mentorship relationship, right? So let's start with that. Uh, Virginia, just sorry, Maria, tell us a little bit about yourself and then let's talk about your relationship with, with, with Sophia and why she's here with us. Yeah, about myself. You, you said I'm I'm for a long time in the industry, and I am for a long time translating because my my graduation was precisely in modern language and literature, and I I chose the this this course because of my passion for writing since I was a child. But uh, I spent more than 20 years in the world of business, mm -hmm. always translating and writing, but my main activity wasn't uh, translation. Mm. Yes, it's like a, a secondary thing in my job. And I, I guess now I see it wasn't even very people didn't pay attention to that skill. It was kind of normal. Oh, mm -hmm. she has a way with language, so she will do it. And I was in, in international business management, so 
hired to translate, to, to do interpreting, to, mm -hmm. to write technical writing, and so on. Uh, so I'm as freelancer working exclusively in this area. I'm just for three years now working mm -hmm. here in this area. Uh, so this so is how, it. Yeah. So how did you meet Sophia? I mean, uh, we'll talk about more about the transition and all of yeah, those things. Yeah, how yeah. did you meet Sophia so that we I can introduce Sophia her? I met Sophia because... Um, I guess due to this uh, kind of uh, lack of knowledge of the industry, I started to work in translation in uh, the opposite way of everyone does. I, I didn't even know or I wasn't aware of the existence of agencies. When I decided to, to start to work, the working on this, I just started my business normally <laughs> as i knew how a business work i did a project uh, uh, a business plan i built a website and i promote my service near my network all over the U europe from my previous career so i work mainly with direct clients mm -hmm. and the way I work is I help them as I'm not an LSP. I just work in three languages, English, French, and Spanish. Uh, sometimes I need to help my clients to find uh, other translators. Mm -hmm. And here comes Sophia. Uh, this time I had, uh, I have a, a long time client from my previous life. Mm -hmm. and now they are also friends i can say this my clients they all have this profile they are kind of friends mm -hmm. we know each other for a long time so for me it is very easy to to invite other people to projects because mm -hmm. they the, my clients trust me to choose uh the right person to do something and the recently i needed someone to help me with a subtitling project for a Portuguese manufacturing company. And I did my research. Uh, I have a bunch of people I observe and I I think they one day they may be useful. And <laughs> Sophia was one of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand. For for the situation, not for me, but of course to, I know to help my clients. Mm -hmm. And uh I showed Sophia. I asked her if you, she wanted to to come to this, and yes, it was a small thing. Uh, I, I love it. It would be could be bigger, but it, it is a start. Mm -hmm. And we work in a video. She did the, the, her part, and I did mine, and the client is happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and. So you now have a relationship, right? Like a, a working relationship where you kind of No, help. because I can't. I, I, I just receive the projects and I see what client needs. And if the client needs a language I don't work with, I have to to look for mm. and you know, because a while ago, some some time ago I asked you for someone, Rita, mm -hmm. yeah. 
And sometimes I need to find people for my clients and that's what I do, but I don't intend to be an agency or, or something like that. I, mm -hmm. I just want to be a freelancer. So found our Sophia. And let's hear yeah. from Sophia. So Sophia is here. She's new to the industry and she started working how many years ago? Or is it very no, recent? Months ago. Like, ah, months ago. Okay, so yeah, let's hear like about this years. college career situation <laughs> before we get into the working career because it's still very relevant, right? Yeah. <laughs> in situation. So who is Sophia in front of us? Oh. <laughs> okay, so uh, I went to, oh, as I just said, I just graduated recently in August in Ireland because when I was oh. 18, I decided to move to Ireland. Oh. So I did my, I lived in there for like six to six, seven years, more or less. So I was just working at the beginning to just learn English. And then I finally realized what, what it was that I wanted to do. So I went to college finally, and I studied languages, obviously, Spanish and German, but obviously all through English. So I learned English as well. And then uh, finished my college in August. I moved to Germany. So I'm currently living in Berlin. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. And then obviously in, I, back in March, I started to work for, for an American firm as an audiovisual translator. But then I realized that I, although I was just very new, already, still new to the industry, I wanted a lot more freedom because during college I had... A lot of experience working in McDonald's, so I never had any freedom. <laughs> so I decided that once I was done college, I wasn't gonna, let's say, depend on anyone. So that's when I decided to become a freelance translator. But obviously, again, I'm still very new to the industry. But yeah, so that's me. Yeah, I can I can hear this, but in uh, in in the Irish style because I'm very familiar <laughs> with the Irish variety. Well, <laughs> very. Yeah, I lived there for years. My husband is Irish as well. So there's a lot of right. Irish English being spoken. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it every now and then. So, <laughs> yeah, my ear is like sensitive to that. So <laughs> then you said you started working for this American company. How did this come into your life? Did you just see an ad? Did you, were you recommended by friends? So how did this happen? I just basically back in March, because I knew I was already moving, going to move to uh, Germany and my husband was already based in here. So I started to just browse a few jobs to just see if I could find something or not and apply uh, for a few of them. And then just this company gave me an interview and obviously I had zero experience in the industry. So I was like, I'm obviously going to take it. Did the interview and they liked me. So I just went for it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So they would send <laughs> you, you know, just audiovisual content or... Lots of it was basically things. translation of uh, dubbing scripts. So mm. then adapting adapting it for uh, lip sync and dubbing. So which was actually very hard wow. to start straight from that one. Yeah, because <laughs> that I is very special <laughs> to to be like a first project. I would say. Yeah, right? it took me a while to get used to it, but they were like very helpful to train me and explain me how to do things. Wow. So it was just very good. Like especially because I was still in college as well. Mm -hmm. So and was working with German as well. So it was helping me with my German exams as well. <laughs> so, it was so you were you were studying in college. You were studying languages, but for more perspective. Okay, so I know that in Italy they have this. Uh, what is it called? Uh, everybody has the same. Well, a lot of people that I know have the same degree. That it's like that. Is it multicultural, intercultural, or one of those uh, sure. big <laughs> words? Well, you didn't study there, right? Uh, but anyway, no, so what was the official name of the degree? Because that is relevant for me. Yeah, so the official name is Global Languages. Ah, Global. Yeah, so it's not very far. Oh, the Irish. You are near. Okay. <laughs> 
But then was yeah. there a specific focus? Was there a spe specialization in a specific field? I, what I mean is in, Port in Portugal, uh, and Maria knows, what we had in our time at least was <laughs> that uh, we would uh, do the, the whole four years or whatever, or five was all the same. And then some people specialized as translators, some people specialized as teachers. So there was a branch that you could choose from and then just if you were more inclined towards one or the other how how did that work for you was there anything related to translation at all or yeah it was exactly the same as you said like you could choose like three languages and then focus more on the teaching part of it or two languages and then your third main module would be whole global languages and that would include mm -hmm. audiovisual translation and translation so that's obviously the one i chose Mm -hmm. But yeah, the general title is still Global Languages, but then yeah, within it, you choose that. And then within the two languages you're studying, you need to do cultural modules as well and literature mm -hmm. modules as well yeah. in the language that you're studying, <laughs> on top yep. of doing the translation part of it, yeah. Yeah, well, from that point of view, I guess it's pretty standard, right? Yeah, so okay, then I suppose. <laughs> you, you worked and then you finished college. And what did you think immediately? Were you still working with this particular company? Did you look for more companies? What was the process? Yeah, I was still working for that company and it actually, for the first couple of months, because they were very slow months in the company, so I moved to Berlin. I would just, let's say, enjoy the enjoying the life after college <laughs> while having a bit of work, but still just enjoying my life. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I decided that I wanted to be a freelance translator, but like I was never taught in college how to do that. I didn't even know that that was an actual thing, unfortunately. So I spent like a good few weeks and months, I would say, I'm, I still am spending time just trying to learn how to do this. It's, it's forever, not don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> don't get discouraged because it's going to last forever. This and everything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just, yeah, it's actually figuring out which directions to go. And that's, again, where Maria is, was very helpful again. Mm -hmm. So do you see yourself keep on going with the audiovisual type of work or are you thinking about branching out and also doing other things oh i would definitely also like to uh, translate documents related to some travel or tourism or something like that because i love traveling mm -hmm. so that would be very interesting but definitely the audiovisual part of it is definitely my main thing because i love subtitles so and I working on them <laughs> so i would say that would definitely be my my main area for sure yeah Mm -hmm. I am very unpopular in the area because I like what nobody, I think people don't like it because they don't like watching it, but I do. I love <laughs> reality shows <clears throat> <That's> oh. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of them are in Los Angeles and it's like the, the, the American thing and the slang and all of that. And that is really one of my greatest passions. So that's the kind of thing I like doing, even if I do <laughs> loads around the, the subtitling thing, but definitely like that one. So Maria. Yeah. You have been in business forever, but not in this business, right? Necessarily as such. So you were saying that you have actually been in the industry, as we call it, like people who work, you know, in, in this capacity that we do now. Uh, so you have been only for three years, but how did this, this happen? So you were in your business life and all of a sudden, what happened that brought you over to the dark side? <laughs> It happened, <laughs> something that happened to the old world. A pandemic. Oh, the pandemics. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the one, I'm one of those. Um, because when I was young and I chose the, 
modern language and literature. I did it because I truly believe it, uh, that I would be a writer, poet. Mm -hmm. I really love it to write. Uh, I, I wrote for the local newspaper since I was seven, you know. It was, I was completely, now the kids, they don't know what to choose, but I was really uh, sure about my, my career. Obviously, <laughs> we smile now. <laughs> it was like a dream dream and I ended up in the business working, using my knowledge, mm. using my skills and my training, but I never had the chance, I never gave the chance to myself to do what I really love. And during the pandemic, I had that haha moment and no, 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 no. It's time to to meet myself again and to work in what I love. So mm -hmm. I decided to take a post-graduation. I like to build business. I'm very used to do that because uh, my role as international business manager, I had to start markets for the companies from scratch. So mm -hmm. I mixed everything. I get, uh, I got trained because I trans I use it to translate it a lot to interpret. Mm -hmm. But I I didn't know the the software, the new tools to do that uh, now. And mm -hmm. uh, that's how it started. So did you do your, uh, your post-grad uh, in, in translation? Yes, post-grad oh. in translation, specialized translation and CAD tools. And then during the post-graduation, uh, I found it? another passion. It mm -hmm. was subtitling mm -hmm. because I already told you in private that I work in a bunch of uh, of stuff. I translate, I do interpreting, consecutive interpreting uh, often, but uh, I was a poet and mm -hmm. as a poet, uh, you have to follow rules, uh, sizes of sentence rhythm you have to choose the perfect word and when i found subtitling i did this bridge in my oh. brain oh this mm. is kind that of makes sense. uh but it is for for real you have to choose the perfect word with with perfect meaning in a perfect size so it's kind of jigsaw with with technology associated and that part i really like to to manage too and uh, i do other stuff but my passion and the things that fulfill me for real is subtitling and i'm it's a privilege because mm. as i wasn't aware of agencies i can do a good job in subtitling because I work for direct clients. Mm. So I you're can... still not working for agencies. So part of your I just new work business for plan... one agency <laughs> and um, we meet regarding rates. We meet met in the in the middle, you know, because agencies they they pay very low rates. It's impossible to accept that. So uh, I work just for one because I was really interested in the subject. It mm. is uh, videos for, for a gaming company. They have a blog 
and they do videos, okay? Mm. And I subtitled videos in there too, and it's really interesting, and they pay me a lower rate than, I, than I'm used to, but anyway, it's a fair rate, really mm. fair rate. And otherwise, I just work for direct, direct clients, uh, as Sophia knows, because Sophia, she decided, this is my rate. Mm. I want to see the video, uh, to decide between this and that, what am I going to charge? And I'll, I'll work the same way. So from, for me, it's a profitable uh, activity, and but it's, it's really a passion. And, you know, I work for Fuel TV. Mm-hmm. Every week I have a show to subtitle, and it's about action sports, and I, I, I love I love it. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing that, you know? I believe um, I started watching Fuel TV because of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I'm doing Portugal. About skateboarding and surfing. It's amazing. It's amazing. I do. I, I have the series. Not, normally, they it's not a random thing. They, they uh, give me some shows and I do them from the one, the first issue mm. to the yeah. So do you do all the episodes, all, all the series. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is amazing. It is amazing. I already have one now. Is from skateboarding. Uh, is I double and it's so funny. I love so much and it's amazing to to convey the jokes of the the street boys the way they you know it it is crazy (laughs) i I really love to do do that but in my brain when i started to learn i i did that bridge with poetry this is the same kind of uh wordplay and each word is so important because thinking about the meaning thinking about the size is the same the same kind of i love it (laughs) Oh yeah, and I love it too. It's my yeah. my passion. Yeah. Okay. Well, sounds very good. I know what you mean. Of course, I love it too. I understand what you mean. It's very exciting. It's especially when the shows are brand new. No one has seen them. I know. I know that experience. <laughs> you are the so, first one. Yeah. I know, right? Kind of. So it's kind of cool. It's the engineers and you. So it's really nice. So Sophia, when you were contacted by Maria for the, I have to get used to this Maria thing because uh, <laughs> in my brain you're Virginia. But uh, so when you were contacted by Maria, was it was the first approach already about work or were you already talking about other things or did you attend one of her courses? We're going to talk about them uh, because I know they exist. Right. Or am I dreaming? No, Maybe. it's going to be. Uh, ah, it's in the future. The, ah, we'll talk is, about no, it. No, no, no. It, it is the, the, the first time um, ah. with this shape because I do, but pri- more private. Right, right. But we yeah. will talk about that. So something that is public. So we, we'll get that. <laughs> but uh, so you didn't meet in that context. I, I thought it could be possible, but it's still to come. So how was it? How was the first approach, uh, Sophia? So the first actual contact was, yeah, Maria that messaged me about the project, but I had already been seeing her post on LinkedIn because she mm-hmm. posts a lot of very interesting posts about audiovisual translation, which, True. as I said, is my main uh, specialty as well. So I was always reading her posts, liking her posts and finding them very interesting. And then 
she was liking a couple of my posts because I don't post half as much as she does. And then one day I opened LinkedIn and I found a message for her and I was like, oh, wow, why is she messaging me? I, I actually couldn't, couldn't believe it because I was like... Because you had already like, commented on her post, I suppose, or were you just uh, secretly stopping No, I her? wouldn't say commenting because I'm not really the, the kind of person that would like try to interrupt as, as much. Uh -huh. Although I learned now that it's important to do it, so I try to do it more. <laughs> But like two, three months ago, I wouldn't do it. Mm. Not yet. <laughs> I was more just kind of like reading it exactly secretly, uh, just looking at the post. Mm. And, then, <laughs> and then, yeah, I saw her message and I was just very surprised about it. So, yeah, she was asking me, <laughs> she was asking me, yeah, if I was uh, working with German, and if, if I was doing subtitles with German as well, because obviously she doesn't, but I did. And so, yeah, she then uh, put me in contact with this person from the club, with the client. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just very nice and very unexpected, if you could say it that way. Because obviously, as I said, I didn't know much about the industry. And I heard, I heard that networking and talking with other people was very important. But I just, I don't know, I didn't think that someone would just come and decide to help me. <laughs> I don't know. Well, to so collaborate was, with you, I guess. That's that's what the word is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Collaborate. So it was just very nice and unexpected. A good surprise. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you, Maria, with all the people that you've known now that you, you became active on LinkedIn not very long ago, right? So it, it wasn't like we would see posts from you all the time. And now we do. And they're like very complex with a lot of information, very directed towards a specific subject within your main subject, right? So I read them too. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, uh, I always Quickly. been, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn for a life because oh. when I was working for the manufacturing industries, I always promoted, uh, talk at, I always choose just one, one or two subjects. And in my previous life, I loved to talk about architecture because I worked a lot in projects with mm -hmm. architects all over Europe. So architecture, buildings, interior design, I did that. When I switched it, I had to shoot just one subject because uh, you can't be a jack of, or of trade. all trades. You, yeah. You, yeah, you have to shoot just one subject and as I love subtitling, and I really believe uh, that uh, video content is the future because people are, the brains are shrinking so fast <laughs> that people need image to, to consume content. So for me, it is really uh, important activity. So I decided to, to be more active. To, to brand myself to and to share knowledge. And uh, in the beginning when I decided, oh, I'm going just to talk about subtitling. It was, oh, but one day the, I will, I won't ever, ever, nothing oh, you will run out of subjects. Right? I, want, <laughs> I don't want to be repetitive. But I, I do so much research because as I work with direct clients, I have to be very proactive. I have to create the opportunity, not just get seated and waiting for the clients to, to find me. So I'm always researching for new ways to approach, for new opportunities. For example, the last week I was uh, researching about 
inclusivity and uh, uh, captions for, for deaf and hard of hearing. And I found Europe already thought about this and countries are not implementing the, the laws. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to, I, I book at a, an appointment with an association because I want to understand what are they going to do about it. So suddenly I realized that uh, this, this subject is a, a whole world. I have so much to say and to share to the community uh, and I want to raise awareness about uh, the importance of what we do because even people working in the in the industry uh, project managers or clients they don't know how how hard and how demanding it is to subtitle they think it's a regular uh, translation, and it is not. No, Rita, you know, and Sofia knows. It is hard. Technically, you have to have the knowledge, not just about language, but about the tools. But uh, physically, it is really hard. If you spend four or five hours subtitling, you you have pains in your, in your, in your wrist. You, your eyes are burning and <laughs> you have to to be paid for that mm. uh subtitling uh can't be the 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 poor parent I... the poor cousin yes <laughs> of yes. the translation industry yes 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 and i try to to share the knowledge with with uh, sophia and the people the younger people coming to the industry and to promote this community awareness to mm. fight. Uh, this is so uh, cliche to say, but to fight for our right, rights and to dignify our profession. And that's my, my goal. And mm. I'm happy. <laughs> I can see I'm that. happy so... because people, people are paying attention step by step they are paying us attention yes mm -hmm. yeah so sophia what is your typical day since you are you know new to the industry you have everything to learn uh mm -hmm. not even talking about the technical parts of it because that that is different for every project sometimes we have client tools sometimes we have our own tools so i mean that is a process that will never end because tools will evolve. We will evolve with tools and clients have different tools. We have to adapt to their tools. At least that's, that's that was my, always my motto. So that's the way I see it. So what is your typical day? So a typical day of Sophia, <laughs> a newbie in the industry with interesting experience, to be honest, already. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but I would say a major part of today is definitely doing courses, courses to still learn and understand how this job works, but also just doing research and looking at other professionals on LinkedIn and see what they do and try and, I don't want to say imitate because it's not just copying someone else, but basically learning from them mm -hmm. and see basically how they got where they got and then finding new marketing strategies, trying to understand how you can contact uh agencies because I don't work with direct clients yet I, I, I knew about agencies but I wasn't like fully aware of direct clients as Maria was so it's more agencies for me but still trying to find a better way to interact with agencies 
understand how I can basically sell myself even mm -hmm. better to make agencies and clients understand that I can actually offer good services. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely the major part of it. And then definitely still trying to specialize as much as I can, because in my degree, obviously, we did the full final year was all specialized in subtitles. But still, I think that, as you said, and as Maria said as well, there's always evolving and changing and new things happening. <laughs> so definitely the main, the major part of it, of being a new freelance translator is definitely the trying to learn how to basically to fit in in this mm -hmm. industry that is just right. a very new world. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So are you very strict with your routine? Do you have like hours for marketing? Do you have hours for work, client work? Because everything that we do is work, even if yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's like, oh, we're on LinkedIn. Yeah, but we're working there, right? <laughs> this is what we do because, I mean, what else do we talk about on LinkedIn? But work, no matter from which perspective, but it's always 100%. work. If we're, if we're making connections, it's about work, even if we're not going to work together. But it is yeah, homework yeah. because we're learning from each other. We're we're Definitely. discussing subjects. We're I don't even know how you connected, uh, Maria. To be honest, but I know that you were then at one of those networking events that I have. I have one today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're trying to get it now every every week. Because the idea is, you know, for for people who want to do it again, for people who want to come and they've never been there. A lot of the people, it's also their first time in a networking event. They don't know what to expect. And with me, of course, you don't know what to expect because. <laughs> Because that is the premise, right? I go there exactly because nobody knows what's going to happen. It's just like here. So everywhere I go, it's the same rule, not knowing. So that's what I like. So I don't even know how we connected, but I definitely noticed all of a sudden that you, I mean, at least for me, it's like I started looking at your content and I'm like, wow, she's posted. So it's going to be good. I already know, right? So oh, thank you. Thank you. It's a very interesting subject to me. I've done it for a long time, sometimes more intensely, sometimes, you know, a bit more from a distance, but definitely very, very interesting. And I like it also from every perspective. And I know that, you know, different shows, if things are more fiction, if things are more uh, documentary oriented, well, those uh, <laughs> very, very hard usually. So you have to know a lot. You have to research a lot. You have to do a lot. So it's, it's, I do think that it's uh, something very, very powerful to, to be able to put together posts that are very informative, that have a lot of content and, and knowledge. And you can tell that the person is telling you about that because they really know what they're talking about. And this is the case for Virginia's posts because I yeah. read them. So <laughs> let's talk about this thing I started talking about before because I guess I got all mixed up. I thought <laughs> that you had already done um, a course about subtitling, but apparently it's still to come, right? Yes, it so is. You are still, preparing because I, I do a lot of training courses. <laughs> this is incredible. The, the, the backstage of LinkedIn is my backstage is really busy because mm -hmm. people see me as a, a senior mentor and people ask me a lot of things mm -hmm. and I guide my my have a my literal criteria has to do a lot with the stuff people ask me mm -hmm. and I already taught people to use subtitle editing DMs. yes I know <laughs> and <laughs> when we did our networking event it was all about subtitling in the end because we we were there and then uh 
uh, Antoni was there and we ended up and people who wanted to know about subtitling were there. (laughs) So that was a huge group of people networking and you in the end had to do a lot of uh, talking about subtitling. So yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I created some posts uh, after that, that event and then I did some training and then I understood that people needed to have more information about Mm -hmm. uh, the the things and not just to do with technical part, but also about how to create a budget, budget about rates, about how to build a portfolio. And uh, I have something to to say about that. Mm -hmm. My experience, my experience in business world uh, counts. So I decided, oh, I have to put all these together. The, the, the course, the name is a comprehensive course because we go from the writing techniques, Mm -hmm. the kind of poetry we have to, (laughs) to build. Yes. The writing techniques passing through the subtitle edit because Subtitle edit is an open source tool and uh, is always evolving, mm-hmm. always changing. And it has so many things we can do there and people are not aware of that, mm-hmm. you know. And as I'm this kind of geek, always searching for new approaches, oh, I, I, I even, uh, I never met him, but I even uh talk with the 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 first creator the owner of subtitle edit and he already helped me this is a personal situation professional situation i was doing a subtitling project for full tv with a very tight deadline and suddenly i lost uh, 20 minutes of of work and you wow. know what this means yes of course hours. <laughs> and i had i didn't have time to to recover that that those 20 minutes and it was the first time i i searched the email of the 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 creator and i asked him for help and he helped me immediately oh, wow. It's amazing. Yes, amazing. So somehow I have feelings for subtitle edit because (laughs) I know that people behind that, available people and human beings. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, that's it. Um, I thought it would be important to put everything together and somehow to to put my knowledge available to younger people. Mm-hmm. Who so when and where is the question? It will it will be a Transla Stars uh, mm-hmm. course. Uh, one of the many they offer very yes. targeted to our industry. For so sure. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> I, I never bet. thought, you know, I never, I have to pinch myself. It's me. <laughs> so Alfonso me. approached you, I suppose. Yeah, uh, and um, it will start in 29 January next year. So January 29th? Yes, five days, two hours each. And um, I'm working on that with passion. Is it a boot camp? Because I've done a boot camp with them that was um, two hours every day for five days with Alfonso about SEO. Is, yes, that, is that the it, format? 
the the first format will be like that and then it will stay recorded and people oh, can't buy it after mm. that but it will be recorded but uh in 29 it will be a direct uh direct with me with me so mm -hmm. yes hands-on activities uh i'm building the 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 course to be to be very how can i say i don't want just to to talk because it's mm. so boring and I, I there's I'm some theory everything. but there's a lot of practice and a lot of practical yes tips. effective practice a very useful practice uh yeah so that's it is my <laughs> wow. new thing yeah I'm happy I'm really excited I'm really excited Okay, so let's hear what Sophia is doing at the moment without naming names. Of course, we already know that. But <laughs> what kind of projects do you have right now in your plate? Or are you looking for things? Or what's happening right now in your life, professional life? Or otherwise, <laughs> if you want to talk about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so as I said before, yeah, my main thing at the moment is obviously yeah, trying to expand my client base. But yeah, I'm working on a couple of subtitling projects, which are, again, obviously my favorite ones. They're all uh, small videos. They're still not like episodes of like movies or nothing, but like I'm okay with it because, you know, everything that gives me some experience, I'm okay with it. Look for and action then... movies, right, uh, Maria? <laughs> 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 the more they fight, the less we translate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tip. Thank you. <laughs> And then I also have some contacts with some agencies that are to translate text, uh, texts that are more related to, as I was saying before, travel and tourism, because that's another industry that, that I would like to start working so with. So subtitling, but for that industry, not for the entertainment industry as, as we see it. Well, I would like to do obviously for the entertainment. Yes, of well, course. But I would you like, like yeah, to do everything. I know how. Yeah, close, but... Exactly. <laughs> well, for this specific one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. More. No. Sorry. The tra travel and tourism. They're not uh, related to subtitles. They're just ah. uh, documents uh, related ah, to, ah. let's say, like blogs or these kind of things. Okay. Okay. For the traveling industry, which I, again find very interesting, because it expands first of all the range of services that I can offer, mm -hmm. and it also differentiates a little bit the tools that you need to use. And the techniques, let's say, that you need to use, because obviously for subtitles, there are, there's a lot stricter rules, as Maria was saying. Mm -hmm. While in translation, obviously, you still need to, obviously, you can't just write whatever you want, but you're more free to write as much as you want, let's say, as long as obviously you're still translating the, the meaning. So, so you would say you were more going towards, or you prefer, or you feel more inclined, or according to your personality you're more inclined to work on more creative projects right uh to be honest i don't even know it myself just yet <laughs> i would say it depends some days i prefer more creative projects mm -hmm. while other days i prefer more subtitles where i just have rules because i know because i think that when you have more rules like you do for subtitles you need to use your language skills more Yes, it's true. Because you obviously need to adapt while you're writing to the character's limit and so on that you guys obviously know a lot better than I do. So I think, yeah, it depends on today. Some days I prefer to just, yeah, be, have a strict mind and follow the rules. And some other days just be more open and just, yeah, translate more creatively, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, because we need to wrap her up at some time. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to just ask our Maria to give us a few tips for people watching us who want to develop, continue, get started on the 
let's focus here on subtitling specifically. So uh, what would people do? What kind of approach? Uh, what kind of posts on LinkedIn should be more specific about uh, subtitling? What would people do in order to either further signing up for your course uh, <laughs> in order to further to take their career in the subtitling area further. So what is your final advice? My my uh, my advice uh, has nothing to do with LinkedIn. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, obviously LinkedIn is important. Is our way of freelance as freelancers to promote our ourselves to to brand ourselves. Obviously, is our window to the world. But it's very important to be proactive uh, outside of LinkedIn. Yes, being on LinkedIn and being known, uh, it gets gets attention and people come and ask you for for work. But the main source of this is being proactive outside to to proactively approach the clients and uh, leave that uh, thing that just streaming channels uh, are our clients. Everyone can be our client yeah. and we have to look for it. But everyone, every company now has to have uh, video content and they have to, vi to have video content translated to the market. So mm. you have a bunch of opportunities outside and you have to go there to, to, to meet the clients, to go to uh, some industry uh, events, to give your car visit cards. I, I did the, the, the traditional cards to, to send. The business cards. I, I, huh? write, I write letters and build a good portfolio to show mm. and... People can ask me, but if I'm starting and I never did something, how do I build a portfolio? Then you go to to the thing that giving back to society is good. And is a win-win situation. You have a lot of situations where you can subtitle videos without NDAs. Mm -hmm. And you can say, I did this job and put in your put them in your in your portfolio. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, never stop to to search for work. Always looking to to the situations as opportunities, not just LinkedIn, also outside LinkedIn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And obviously, a good LinkedIn profile being recognized recognized as some an expert in the area is a, in a, an important part of it, but isn't tall. Mm -hmm. You have to go further, further. Yeah. So it's never that's stop. That's what is I the, would say. <laughs> yeah. Is the advice. Yeah, I hear you. So that's exactly what I believe in, to never stop. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys. It was so nice to meet you. And it's it was the first Thank time you. that I actually had... Uh, two people who have this specific relationship where, where they're collaborating. And I suppose that you see uh, Maria as your mentor. Of course, that's that's just natural, right? Just yesterday, I was talking to women in localization and uh, uh, Nancy was there. And Nancy has been in the industry for longer. And we talked about this, the, important, the importance of also 
you know, being here and uh, since we have been in the industry for longer, or I mean, you have not been necessarily directly in the industry, but you have been in the working world, which really also yeah. is a great advantage. And of course, I was in the working world in the LSP side of things, right? So <laughs> it was a different approach. It's true. Mm -hmm. But I would say that will also give us an overview on the world and will open our horizons to certain things that people who have not worked yeah. in the corporate world, let's say that, uh, probably wouldn't think about. So I think it's really valuable that we bring, and you in particular, all of this knowledge to everything that you do. And that will also help everybody else who is lo looking up to you and looking at your videos and all the contact, um, your posts and your content that you put out and everything that you say. And now this course, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> you never know if I'm going to attend. I mean, I do like the format a lot because I've done that uh, SEO bootcamp and I really thought it was amazing. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'd, I would love to do that myself, you know, about, you know, who knows, but <laughs> that would be really cool because I loved uh, the energy that Alfonso put into it. And I'm, I suppose yeah. that everybody who does it must be amazing. And you have to have a lot of stamina <laughs> and knowledge <laughs> to be able to do something like that. So I've had Diego on the podcast. He also has a Translastar Stars course for uh, video game localization. So I know that it's a place where people go for their CPD and all that. So it's great to know that you're also there. Yeah, so thank you very I'm much, you guys. Thank and you. Thank you, Rita. And I'll be around, around. Thank you so much for this. And it was a pleasure. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much. Thanks. <laughs> thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.